But we had a we had a we had a stop and start. Little, little techni- <laughs> not, not, not even like technical difficulties, but you know, little... this is a brand new day for us. It might it might yeah. feel like the same week of the podcast, but we're technically starting a brand new week. It's a different day. We're rolling through from the last podcast, so it's it's going to follow what we had just been talking about. Mm-hmm. But brand new day, brand new party. I'm drinking something different. What are you are you drinking something different? For yeah, this party? I'm drinking something different. There's a uh, a new brewery got stocked in my local like beer thing, so I'm trying out. That's like long pint. This one's uh, Zeno's Pale Ale, and it has a little you know like god of partying, the Greek god. Uh, <laughs> well, if he's the god of partying, he belongs here. I mean, that's why I, that's why I got it. I was like, what? Well, <laughs> yeah. You know what? We might be doing a uh, recording today, so here we go. All right, all right. Good to fair chance to keep them around if that's what mm-hmm. they're, if they're if they're if they like partying. I got uh, one of our favorite Irish whiskeys. I have the green spot here. Ooh, classic. It is, a, it is an absolute classic. Yep. Wanted something a little lower, lower volume. Uh, it, I started the week on the on the I believe the last couple of podcasts. Yeah, like I was the on the 60, battle strength. Yeah, yeah. like 60%. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go back and just like, I can just drink this all day. <laughs> no, no, no. We dimmed it down a bit. We did. <laughs> all right. Uh, so this episode, we just talked, I gave it a primer, basically, of one D&D. We were just like, hey, by the way, there's this new thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know, a whole new edition, a whole new game. Just just the new game. <laughs> new yeah. game. Uh, and now we're going to delve into, I guess, it was probably what their first thing that they produced, right? Is that, I, I believe think it was so. the first playtest experience. And, and it's a huge change. I think I like it a lot. And that yeah. is this concept of character origin. Yep. Yeah, they're changing up how they're doing backgrounds. Like before, your uh, the main change is how you get your ability score improvements are now removed from the like species you're going to be playing. So it's not like a dwarf is always going to be have high plus one, constitution, yeah. and which they kind of already changed, right? In like later D and Ds with Unearth Arcana, they were all like, "Ah, just do what you want." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is kind of. Which is how it should be. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. It, in Tasha's, there's there was like the optional rule of customize your origin, which is like just just do it, just fine, everything's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do like the I like the idea and the flavor behind some races being slightly better at things than others, but like the ability scores are such an enormous part it's, of yeah, like it's like so it's big. it's almost it's too important. So like yeah, a plus like, two in a category is like, oh, well, yeah, I gotta be that race then. I know. Yeah, and like, you never know when it's just like, oh, man, I'd love to be like, I forget where some of the some of the ability scores are in it, but like, I really want to be like a dragonborn wizard. It's like, well, you get a plus yeah. two to strength. Yeah, plus two strength. It. Yeah. It's like, well, I don't care about don't that. Want that. Yeah. That's like the classic so, one with orc. I remember always looking at the orc race and being like, pfft. I don't need that though. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. It's like I want to be a druid orc, uh, but I yeah, I think because so, like, I think they have like one of those one of their special abilities is like the relentless critical or something, but it has to be with like a melee weapon. And it's like, well, what if I'm not using a melee weapon? <laughs> right? Like, yeah, yeah. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> uh, so now they're on the background. So before backgrounds were only meant for essentially like role playing uh, help and yeah. gaining some proficiency. A lot of campaigns don't even like have like they, they ignore it. It's almost an ignored category. Yeah, like 
there'll be like one random thing where like, wait a second, I have the sailor background, so I right, can, yeah, I can advantage on to, yeah, 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 and it, it'll happen once, and you're just like, oh, okay. Whatever. There's like the soldier, and like, oh yeah, the guards should let me in. I'm a soldier background, or, right. or yeah, there, there, there's like people ignore it largely. Yeah, so. you, we yeah, went, you definitely. If you want to go back can. and listen to our character backgrounds episode, actually. You, you get a sense of yeah of like what we're what we're talking about how like they didn't do a great job with the backgrounds and I but we feel that they're important for actually playing D and D and like developing your character right yeah it, and like the uh, a lot of times the um the the class you played provided like the key ones or mm-hmm. it would be like. Well, if I'm a rogue or whatever, like, oh man, I feel like I just need to take like urchins so I can have these two proficiencies, so I can get like right. these other like I can just pick the ones that I kind of really want for my character. Um, but here, the ability score improvements are on the background, which like just it feels like it makes more sense. Like if you were yeah. a like let, let, I'm gonna look it up. Um, you're like a uh, charlatan background. You get plus two charisma, plus one. Dexterity, skill proficiencies, deception, sleight of hand, blah, 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 blah. You learn Infernal. So it's like, oh, yeah, if you're a, if you want to play, like, the classic Any Tiefling race, Warlock, yeah. then uh, then you kind of get the, this is, like, this is the one you want, and it kind of fits the the play style. And usually the race or species doesn't really matter for the play style, unless yeah. you're, like, you know, coming from like, oh, oh, I'm a I'm a mountain dwarf, and my family's from the mountains, and that's really important. But yeah, yeah. I, I kind of like how they're doing it. Yeah, so the, the race is still going to dictate your creature type, your size, your speed, and, and other random traits that are associated with uh, yeah. specific races. But the backgrounds now is where a lot of some important things lie, including this is an addition, a feat. Yeah, you get the hey. You're gonna be you, given a feat. Now. You're just you just get it. Everybody's is a everyone gets now. a feat. We're all I'm, giving you a feat. Which doesn't that make so much sense though? Doesn't that feel like it, it, for everyone wants to optimize? It's like come on, like yeah, this feels so much better. I know, and and this kind of introduces the the concept of like level level requirements on feats. So. A lot of these, yeah. they're not like. Super, it's not just super every feat. Ones. It's not just any given. Yeah, it's not just you can pick any feat you uh, want. Limited. Although you, yeah, like it, it makes it much more powerful to just be like everyone starts with a feat. When we were talking about feats, we were kind of saying like, man, like when you're building a character that like starts at level seven, you're like, oh man, I just it feels like my feats are kind of making up my character even more so than like the class of the. And, and everything else, right? Yeah, a single feat changes the the whole game. It's just yeah, like, it's like oh, man, <laughs> you go from I this really class need... to like, oh, now I'm this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's so much. You're like, oh man, my yeah, I'm playing somebody who like really needs to go first in combat because he needs to buff. It's like, oh man, I really need to wear a feat. Like, yeah, I yeah, need yeah. that. Um. So yeah, like this. This is kind of this is kind of awesome. Um. I don't know. I, I'm interested. I haven't read if they change how like humans work because i know the variant human you can get another feed so i'm that would be interesting if you can like essentially start out with two feeds and, and they do have most of the species listed and and we'll go i think we're going to go over that in the next topic so we'll, we'll delve into exactly what humans, oh, yeah, do, humans now, do get knowing yeah. the fact that yeah go like Ready okay now. obviously they're not going to give a feat but we'll get into what humans do now because uh they 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 do they do get a feed they actually yeah 
<laughs> but well, we'll, we'll go over. We'll go pretty good. Yeah, yeah. They, they do get a they do end up getting a feat, but it's it's different from what we're used to in traditional D and D. But we'll go over all the races because there's new ones that are going to be exciting. What are the other things that are different about the character origins, though? It's also going to dictate your starting languages now. It's not yep, all yeah, based no. off your race, so it's actually based off of you, which makes more sense, right? Again, all these things coming in your background, not dictated on whether you're a dragonborn or not. Right, yeah, the, the, uh, some backgrounds would have languages, depending on, like, usually, like, I, again, forget the names and everything, because everything's just like a list of sets for me now in my brain. Right. Um, <laughs> but th- there are a couple that were like, oh, your background is sage, like, you learn two languages, you know? Right. But uh, but yeah, now now you can like again the Charlton feet or Charlton background, you get access to like Infernal or something. I just feel in general, I like these changes because to me, it feels like you're able to definitely customize your characters a lot more from the onset, and that's yeah. gonna feel great in character creation. I think you're gonna there's a lot more choices, right? Because in the in five e, you're you're pretty locked in. You you choose your race, and then those are your racials, and then and that's that. Yeah, nothing yeah. else really changes. Now you're selecting an entire feat, which like we discussed, how much that can change and edit your character. It, it's going to make a big difference, and and your background's going to matter more. It feels like because yeah. your background dictates certain things now. Yeah, the when building the character, like the the stats aspect of it felt they were should always have been decoupled from like the race or species part of it because like the species was really just like is there like a cool uh species trait you know yeah. like did if you wanted to play a uh, halfling because of their lucky thing or right. you wanted the like something that gives you an extra spell or a cantrip or something like that but like like all these things in the backgrounds feel like they're everything that you want to be packaged together is packaged together. Like if you're, if you want to have like high intelligence, you probably also want arcana and like the cultist is a plus two intelligence and it has arcana. Like it feels like they did a pretty good job kind of packaging everything together. Yeah. And why don't we go the, through a couple of the yeah. backgrounds too? We'll, we'll, we'll actually delve into some of the backgrounds to get an idea of, how far it differed, right? Like, yeah. what exactly do we mean by all this? So, like, do you want to, what was the one you just brought up? We could start with that, or we could start off the list. You want to start at cultist? <laughs> and yeah, we, and go from cultist through the end, and then go back to then A. back up to A. <laughs> if you... <laughs> That's the natural way of things, Eric. That's how yeah, it starts. Why, I don't understand why you're all yelling cultist, at us. And then you go the, through the computer. back. Obviously, everyone knows that. <laughs> um, okay, let's let's start with the cultists, just because we're on it anyway. Whatever, whatever, whatever. So the ability scores it's going to give you is intelligence and charisma, plus two intelligence, plus one charisma, which is traditionally, if you think of uh, regular five E right now, a very odd mix, right? You, yeah. There's almost never a character you're going to want to mix those two scores on. Yeah, there's almost never a uh, never a character where you want ability scores like the charisma, intelligence, wisdom are like spell casting ability scores, and dexterity, constitution, strength are like your other ones. Usually, you want one of one and one of the other at some point, either to like help with AC. Usually, it's never like intelligence and strength. It's usually a mix <laughs> of uh, like constitution or dex. But 
I mean, like the. And I wonder if if one one D and D comes if if they're gonna give you a reason to actually want to mix those two stats. You know what I mean? Right. That's separate. I, I I don't know of any now. I haven't. We haven't really looked into that to be like we're not optimizing one D and D yet, people. It's just not possible. Yeah, the game's not out. We have no idea. Out. We're still no in the idea. Phase. And, it just and like it looks odd to us from the onset of like yeah. Hmm. And I wonder if they like just threw charisma in there because. I mean, charisma is one of the most used uh, stats just for roles in general. Yeah, yeah, like, persuasion, like, yeah, persuasion, deception, yeah, yeah. And then uh, skill proficiencies it gives you automatically are arcana and religion, which is also an odd mix of skill proficiencies. It's cool though because it makes sense for a cultist, right? Like, yeah, and they're both intelligence based, both magic and religion, so that's pretty cool. They are given a tool proficiency in disguise kits. I like. I think in one D and D, tool proficiencies are going to be more important. I don't just because of the natural trend of making backgrounds more important. I feel like the tool proficiencies playing a vital role in the kit. We're like that in regular D and D. That's where they are, but we don't yeah. use the backgrounds as much, so we're almost never aware of that. Yeah, but I maybe feel like they're, they're with, with definitely some things. In yeah, with you choosing, words. I feel like you're almost choosing your background is as important as choosing your class in one D and D. So I feel like everything that these give you, you're choosing for a reason. So I, I, to me, it just looks like tool proficiencies are going to play a larger role in my mind. So a disguise that'd be, that'd be kit, cool. Yeah, I feel like you could do a lot with the disguise kit, for example. I think that's going to be a pretty sweet kit. You get the abyssal language. I, I like when they add just random languages, and it looks like they do for every background. That's pretty cool. Yep. Uh, and then you'll get a feat, and that's the magic initiate of arcane. We'll go over what that type means. Uh, did we did we want to do it in this episode? I forget what I detailed out. I split up part of the 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 new. We can do that. Uh, no, we'll, we'll talk about it in the next. Yeah, we'll talk about spells uh, on the next episode where where how much they change races and spells as we'll get into the next one. For now, we'll focus on just these backgrounds because there's a lot to get through. I don't know if we'll get through all of them like this, but and then class groups, which are which are pretty cool. Possibly some feats. We'll we'll mix in some feats. So we could go over what the new magic initiate does. Then, just as a uh, just as a little taste. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah, it's going to be a little weird, though, because, again, I had mentioned, though, this is for Arcane only. So <laughs> it's almost like I'm detailing. Let's wait, I'll wait till we get to another one. Yeah, yeah basically, <laughs> like, so yeah. just as a little thing, yes, it's it's references how spells are grouped now. So instead of, like, the wizard yeah. spell list, it's the Arcane spell list. So we'll get to a, a different feed. We picked, we picked the only one that we needed to go. <laughs> if we just picked any other one, it would have been fine. <laughs> It also details equipment that you start with, uh, all these backgrounds. So you're starting with a bell, yeah. a lamp, common clothes, a robe, a dagger, 19 gold. No, um, no, uh, well, okay, I'm looking I'm looking at some of them. Yeah, there's no, like, we, we finally got rid of the, um, uh, like, Dungeoneer's kit. And yes, yeah, none kit. of those are here. None of those are here. Thank God. I always I hated... Like, again, I think that, again, this is why tools are going to become more important, right? I uh, feel yeah. like you're going to have a job to do. Like, what if I need a rope? I You better have someone with the tools that can make a rope. <laughs> it's yeah, not like I wonder if it's just like you choose one at, at the beginning. Like, they're just like, ah, eh, whatever. Um, 
but also I, I was, I was, uh, I always hated having to explain to people that it didn't matter. Like, yeah. because when you're when new players, like everything has equal importance until somebody tells you otherwise. So like, <laughs> ooh, but should I take this? I, mean, I this need the explorer pack, though. Yeah, do I need like, oh, should I take the priest pack Four or? <laughs> yeah, like, uh, well, like, oh, what if we're gonna be dungeon? Then I need the dungeoneers pack. I'm just like, doesn't matter. <laughs> Do you have rope in there? Yes, no, we're literally. Good. Yeah, you're fine. Crowbar, crowbar comes up. Crowbar sometimes, me, <laughs> but mostly, yeah, mostly the torches and the rope. Yeah, exactly. Which I think are in both, and it just never matters. <laughs> it just never matters because somebody always says that's why I say the crowbar matters because the crowbar I think has been one and not the other. <laughs> it's like, do I have a crowbar? No. Ah! And, and somebody it with their hammer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, a weird, weird. Uh, I like just kind of glance through most of the backgrounds. Cultist has a, like a lot of money <laughs> compared to a lot of that. Yeah, it starts out the, with 19 gold, which is a, a good, uh, It's a lucrative business, Eric, being in a cult. Did you, were you aware? I, yeah, I think so. And because, <laughs> you know, when you get killed by a roving band of adventurers, they need some loot. <laughs> I like that. I, I, like I that. never give my cultists as much money. <laughs> As a DM, and as all the, uh, they'll just yeah. spend it on stuff that they don't need. Let me see if I have a feat listed in this. It's on like page sixteen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. So let's skip ahead just a little bit to a simpler one. Let's do the farmer. Farmer. Is this? Uh, yeah, this gets us close. So uh, ability scores plus two to Constitution, plus one to Wisdom. Super interesting mix as well, right? I mean, that is. I like uh, it. Yeah. That's, well, anytime you see Constitution, you're just like, yep, like, that is okay. so generically useful. It's like, yeah, why not? Uh, you'll get animal handling and nature proficiencies. Those make a lot of sense for a farmer. So I, I like that. Carpenter's tools. That's nice. Halfling language. That's an interesting one. And the feet is tough. And it works exactly the same way as the original as far as i can see your hit point maximum increases by an amount equal to twice your character level when you gain this feat and whenever you gain a level your hit point max increases by two so yep. for every level you have you have two extra hit points yeah it's it's weird that they chose to change the wording of it if i remember correctly the other yeah way. right exactly i was like a little confused yeah i was a little confused reading it but yeah no it, it works exactly the same so that's the feat you're just given uh by yeah. being a farmer Oh, but there it's not repeatable. Oh wait, the other one was either. So they added this repeatability aspect to oh, it. Oh, you're right. You can't take tough twice. Can't take yeah, tough yeah, yeah, twice. yeah, 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 yeah. That makes Good. a lot of sense for this, though. You know what I mean? Like, just can't stack tough until you have a million. Health I think points. that's hilarious, though, <laughs> because you're not you're not getting. <laughs> We're not increasing your constitution or anything, and increasing constitution by two does. So I think in general, not many feats are repeatable. Almost no. none of the feats are repeatable. The certain ones are, hence that last one, the magic initiative is, but not for the same spell group. Right. So it's repeatable because uh, we had arcane. You could do it for a different spell group. So yeah, that's that's why that one's one. not. Yeah. But mo most of them are not repeatable. I want to get to one that's that's quite a bit different. Let's see. I want to see who is given it. They're just all uh, most they all of them feel are, different just because. Yeah, most of them are given the, pretty much the same couple feats. I see a lot of toughs. 
I see a lot of savage attackers. I see a lot of magic initiates. I think it's it's interesting that they put the lucky feat in level one. Yeah, and yet, so I'm looking. Oh, that's who I was looking for. None of the backgrounds listed give you lucky. There is the urchin does. The urchin does. Okay, let's go down to urchin then. So the urchin gets plus two to dex, plus one to wisdom. Those are nice. Skill proficiencies and insight and stealth. Those are nice. Those are good. Thieves tools. That's good. Has sign language as a language. Common sign language. That is really cool. That's really, really cool. cool. I really like that. And the feat is lucky. And why I wanted to go over lucky is because they definitely changed lucky. Lucky used to be uh, just whenever you roll the dice, if you roll a one, you can re-roll it again. You have to use the roll. Oh, no. Actually, the lucky... That's that's the lucky halfling. That's the lucky halfling. That's right. Okay, okay. So it was pretty similar, right? Because I think it worked the same way. It is. Yeah. It's it's actually even... It's worse. So... Usually, you previously you got three luck points. Mm-hmm. Now you have luck points equal to your proficiency bonus. Ooh, um, okay. so it scales way better. Yeah, it scales better, and it's only bad, or it's only worse at lower levels, which is right. fine. Makes more, which yeah, which makes sense because like you, uh, you don't need all this crap. Yeah, let's see. It's already pretty good to have. So basically, you can give yourself advantage on a roll, which is kind of insane. And you can give, or you can give somebody disadvantage, which is also insane. That seems only only one that an attack roll against you, which okay. is I Still think good. I think the previous one. See, I, I usually I don't like banning things. I usually don't like people playing lucky feet unless they're experienced yeah. players because it introduces like almost a new step in the rolling <laughs> to narrating the effect area where they're like, uh, I roll a thing. And if you're just like, okay, I know in your head, you're like, I know this is super important, so I really want to hit. So if no, hey, it's a miss. Okay, I'm going to use a look point to re-roll that. Like, got it. <laughs> but what I hate is when somebody goes, I roll like, ooh, I rolled a, like, this is going to be like a 16. Do you think that's going to make it, guys? Like, I don't know. How many luck points do you have? I have two luck points left. Like, ooh, should we save one to try to get disadvantage? Uh, and it's a whole conversation. I'm just like, <laughs> uh, and in my head, I'm like, you already hit it, man. But, <laughs> but like, you already hit, like, what's what's going on? But, um, I yeah, I, I, I want to say you could just give anybody disadvantage on anything, but having them only be disadvantaged against an attack roll against you is quite nice. Just because it, it clears up a lot of the stuff like hidden rolls right. and things like that. I don't know. It, it's just, it feels a little bit better. But man, at high levels, having five luck points with your proficiency gets up there, that can be pretty nuts. So let's go over some of the feats then that have been changed. Uh, alert. Has been changed. Oh, alert is hugely different. And it looks, yeah, it's it's way different. So now alert, instead of the plus five to proficiency, still has a bonus to it. So whenever you roll initiative, you add your proficiency bonus to the roll. Used to be just a flat plus five. Mm-hmm. So now it scales up to that plus five, but it starts a whole lot worse. But it also has this initiative swap. Immediately after you roll initiative, you can swap your initiative with the initiative of a willing ally in the same combat. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, I I think this doesn't matter as much as people think. So, like, I think this is, makes it way better if you're a support class that wants to, like, buff your allies. 
If you want to mm-hmm. just make sure you go before your allies. But if yeah. you want to make sure you go before the enemies, the initiative swap it doesn't do much, almost yeah. doesn't matter. Um, it does. I mean, it obviously does matter if one of your allies got first. And, you know, usually when it's, you know, six against one or five against one. Right. If you have, like, Someone rolled like, somebody rolled better than the one, yeah. one boss monster. Um, so it could matter. I mean, again, that's pretty sweet. If you need to make sure that you're first and you're te- you make sure your group knows that you need to be first. You, yeah. I, I, I love this. I think that's a great. And if you're the cleric and you want to be last, so you know how to, what to do to like heal people, then you can be like, yeah. Uh, I don't think want, think I don't of how different person. that demon fight would have been, Eric, if I wasn't, what, a, I was second overall. Think of how different that yeah. fight would have gone if I wasn't. Oh, yeah. Second and buffed everyone. <laughs> I know. It's been crazy it, different. It'll be interesting to see how it because like it, it when the initiative proficiency um part of it at lower levels, you're gonna use the initiative swap more because you the bonus is only plus two and you just might roll four. But at higher levels, when you get plus five and you like you might have advantage for some reason or whatever then you might not be doing the initiative swap as much, but you just get a plus four. Even if you don't do it in every fight, though, I still think it's it's just a neat to have. Like, you still got your plus five, right? <laughs> like, it yeah, still wait, does wait, mostly wait. what alert does, right? Like, and then, yeah, if you're doing a high-level one-shot, it's just strictly better than... Oh, yeah, so it's just good. Uh, they added this crafter feat. I haven't seen this before. Was this in the original? No. I don't think it was. So they you get a tool proficiency and artisan tools. You get three different artisan tools. Three choice. different tools. Yep. You get a discount whenever you buy non-magical items of a 20%. No, I don't want to have to do math. Are you kidding me? Do you know how this annoying that is? Just be like, I hate this feat just because of that. I don't care if it just says you win the game. I, I I'm, I'm just like, hey, by the way. Like, wins the game. I know. <laughs> just the this third thing you win but yeah it's just like 20% at least it's an easy number to calculate you just yeah. divide by 5 or divide by or like times 4 over 5 divide by 5 and you do that yeah. she's gonna be like oh shit I have discount can you I just, I'm just gonna make up the number anyway that's hilarious I love it yeah and then you also get faster crafting whenever you craft an item it, crafting time is reduced by 20% which is even more like I don't know you're done <laughs> Yeah, it up even faster. I don't. I don't know, man. What the hell? Sure. Yeah, it's like, hey, wow. calculate the time when I'm already making up how much time it's going to take you. I know exactly. <laughs> and you know what? Know what this? Know what's going to happen for both of these things? Like, discount and price. It's like, okay, how much is it? It's like seventeen gold. Like, oh, I had discount. The DM's just going to be like, yeah, I already accounted for that. <laughs> Yeah, right, right. Even though right. they didn't. Just be like, really didn't, can I make yeah. an insight check? On the I, I feel like no one's going to use this one. I don't know. I think, yeah, the, the cool thing is I, there's going to be some weird build that having three artisan's tools proficiencies is, we'll is sweet. Yeah. And then just, I don't know, it's cool. <laughs> uh, the healer one's quite a bit different, if I can recall correctly. I think the healer gave you like a bonus to something and like maybe gave you the battle medic thing that this does. Uh, this or the, the healing rerolls rather. Let's see. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually look it up real quick. Yeah, I think it if gave you, wanna, you like if you advantage on medicine one. and stuff. So this this healer and a lot of the, I, I have to bring this one up too because a lot of the backgrounds give you the feat of healer. So it's a pretty common um, feat that you might see in your backgrounds. It gives you two different kind of abilities here: battle medic and healing rerolls. Healing rerolls is what it sounds like whenever you roll a die to uh, 
roll a number of hit points to uh, heal. If it's a one, you can re-roll it. So kind of the same thing as we see in D&D 5e with certain attack ones where you can re-roll ones for damage and stuff. This is for healing. Uh, and it also gives you the battle medic. If it requires you to have a healer's kit, which I think mostly those backgrounds... I, that yeah, have I would be very surprised if it's yeah. a healer feet and not a kit. Yeah. Uh, so you can expend a use of the kit for to a creature within five feet of you as an action, and they can expend one of their hit dice and roll that dice, and they gain a number of hit points equal to the roll plus their profici- or your proficiency bonus. So it kind of gives you guys a... You can use an action to do a heal, a little minor healer wounds, which is pretty powerful, honestly. Yeah, the old healer feat says when you use a healer kit to stabilize a dying creature, it also regains... It gave you basically spare the dying. One hit point, but it also gives them a hit point. It doesn't... So it kind of gives them back up. And then, essentially, use the healer's kit to restore 1d6 plus 4 plus an additional hit points equal to the maximum... equal to the creature's maximum uh, number of hit dice. So basically, their level... This creature can't regain hit points from this feat again until it finishes a short or long rest. So basically, each creature could be healed once using the healer's kit. And that is... uh, It's quite quite different, then. (laughs) Yeah, it's quite a bit different. This Also, this is... This feels way better to take if you're playing a, a support class. Just because, man... Just being able to be like, hey, make sure you re-roll your ones. Uh, like, I cast Cure Wounds at level one, and you roll a one on your DA. You're just like, well, right. I did nothing. It's bad. Yeah. For sure. Uh, they also added a musician in here, which I was excited about. You get uh, tool proficiency in three musical instruments, and then you also get the inspiring song. Whenever you finish a short or long rest, you play your musical instrument and give inspiration to allies who can hear the song, you can affect the number of allies equal to your proficiency bonus. So, inspiration. How, how much did they change up inspiration in this one? It's no longer they, just. No, they they did the, or it, I think it's the same. Okay. It's just yeah, a D twenty. Uh, when you have inspiration, you can expend it to give yourself advantage on a D twenty test. You must decide to do so before rolling the die. So it's a little different then. <laughs> Yeah, I think the, inspiration, you were able to re-roll 20. This yeah, is, you're uh, able to be like, oh, you're you inspiration. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I imagine the in the act of playing that it's it's going to act the same way. D, oh, by the way, D20 test is just a renaming of just a D20 roll. It's an attack yeah. ability check. They literally call them D20 They're kind of doing a lot of this. They did change. One of the biggest rule changes with that D20 test, though, Eric, is officially in the rules now, a one is an automatic fail. A twenty is an automatic success. Now, uh, yes, they have adopted the very. Uh, the, there was a misconception, you know, that like crits don't happen in um, <laughs> in uh, in like persuasion checks, and so I think this is actually going to be a net positive in the game. Sure, because obviously, basically, like. Persuasion checks, a lot of players want them to act like mind control, essentially. Like, mm-hmm. I just want to cast Dominate Person on <laughs> because I asked to. <laughs> um, and that's not how it works. Um, and basically, the, the classic example of, like, if you shouldn't allow a roll for a check that has no chance of succeeding. So the, the, the classic um, example right. of this is, like, the bard comes in to the king's quarters and just be like, hey, I think I should be king. 
Right. Like, no amount of persuasion is going to be the uh, have the king just be like, you know what? You're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so and the DM should not tell you to roll d20. Exactly. And like, don't tell you roll d20. The joke is like, okay, make a persuasion check with disadvantage, and then he rolls two nat twenties and be like, so am I the king now? And then the yeah, right. be like, no, no, <laughs> stupid. No. I just didn't want you to roll well. So now it's basically like it's outlined in the rules that the DM has to think about. There's no chance of success. For this, but you can do the sneaky thing as the DM saying, like, well, you're not rolling to get the crown. You're rolling to not immediately get arrested by the, by the guard. <laughs> Make a persuasion check to say, hey, I'm just joking. Um, yeah. Afterwards. <laughs> Never give them an out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, I also I want to go over this feat because it's just hilarious. They changed it quite a bit from the last one. The tavern brawler. Oh yeah, yeah. And they, and they did. Um, th- this is involved in a lot of the backgrounds too, uh, and I was excited about this. Actually, if you go and this reminds me too, if you go back and listen to our like very first ever character building episode in D anD D, we built a fighter who like I think I had him take tavern brawler at the time, and like I had wished it was kind of more like it is on this one. Mm. So <laughs> this one gives you enhanced. Unarmed strike, which, yeah, sure, whatever. It just allows you to add actual D4 to your uh, strikes. It, yeah, normally it's at least how the the old rules were. At our, and I think the, yeah, the rules are the same here. Normally an unarmed strike deals one plus your strength modifier, but this yeah. lets you roll a D4. One D4 now, yeah. Uh, you could re-roll damage for your unarmed strike. Uh, you can shove people when you hit a creature with unarmed strike. As part of the action, you can push them five feet. And then the best part, furniture as weapons. You can yes. wield furniture as a weapon using the rules for a great club for a small or medium furniture and the rules for a club for any tiny furniture. I so you Hilarious. improvised weapons was always was always in Tavern Brawler, but one having having a feat like a feature of your feet called furniture as weapons is hilarious. <laughs> so furniture <laughs> as weapons. And it just, it just cuts out all the crap of be like, well, what's an improvised weapon? Like, do you roll a D6? Like, but it's a really big piece of furniture. Okay, I guess a D8. It's like, no, it's a great club <laughs> for yeah. a chair. Uh, if you just have a bottle, it's just a club. You know? Yeah. I just remember the whole point of that character was like, he wanted to like be at a bar, grab a spoon, and like stab Huck it at people. Spoon. Yeah, yeah, Huck, yeah, he was, yeah, he was just throwing. Yeah, he was throwing knife throwers. He was just wanting yeah. to grab something and throw it. Yeah, and I love the shove as a part of the attack action thing. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that actually makes your unarmed combat pretty like good. You're you're yeah. actually pretty decent in, in unarmed combat. Yeah, because you can just bad. like always just like one of your attacks, punch them, shove them away, and then like go to another like you're surrounded by two people. You can just punch them both, shove them both away, and then fuck off before they can do attacks right. of opportunity. And I wonder, so we're looking at this whole list. I wonder if this is the list that is going to come out when 1D&D releases. Or do you think they're going to add to this list? It seems like a lot of the same backgrounds that we're used to seeing. Nothing more. Definitely not no additionals, right? It, it's not a longer list by any means. It's shorter. It doesn't seem like yeah, there's as much. There are level 4 feats that have uh, been released. Um, I just mean like in the in the... 
Oh, the, the backgrounds the themselves. Yeah, because so obviously all these backgrounds, all the feats that are given, they're only giving you these level one feats, they call them, which makes a lot of sense. And yeah. it doesn't even seem like, even in what they're giving you, it doesn't even span all the feats that they gave us. Also, most of them no. share the same feats. Again, like I said, a lot of magic initiates here, a uh, couple skilled, a couple healers, a couple savage attackers. I, I think a lot the, of crossover. The, the, yeah, I think that leads me to believe that this is the complete list of level one feats because... Like, yeah, that's a li- it disappoints me a little bit because I was mentioning how much more I thought that this was going to develop into more character creation. And by looking at this, I would disagree with what I've said already, actually, because... I don't actually think a lot of these lend themselves to giving you an increase in character creation because level one feats are are that you know they're level one. Yeah, they're, they're intentionally hampering all of this. Yeah, so you, you do get much. the thing where like there's just going to be a bunch of people running around with lucky and musician, and that kind of sucks because when you think of level like oh you get a feat of level one, you're like ooh I have like you know I have uh, the uh, meta magic adept at level one because, uh, like instead of bolt classing, I kind of want that. Or like I have great weapon master, or I have this. But here, it when you when you put it that way, it does kind of sound like, man, like half the people you run into are going to have the savage attacker feet, right? Or something like that. <laughs> yeah, now, I agree. In the in the actual um, the. These rules, they also give you the template to build your own, which is pretty nice. Okay. So it's, and it, that exists in Tasha's, but it was kind of nebulous. I was, so, gonna, again, that, that yeah, that just reminds me of, yeah, the, of the race, right? The races yeah. are pretty up for, you know, I'll add a plus two wisdom and a plus one intel. That's what it's saying. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. I'll develop it myself. So if, and maybe this you, gives you a better framework to develop your background than 5e did. That could be true. Yeah, it's a. I think it's a little cleaner, um, yeah. because there was there was kind of like, well, you need at least one skill, but you could like forgo one of the tool proficiencies to add another language. Right. But right. it's like, wait, <laughs> do I want? Time. Can I forgo the language to get tool proficiency? Who knows? <laughs> but basically, you can do. You can either uh, have a plus two and a plus one to uh, skills or or ability scores. Or you can choose three ability scores and increase them all by plus one. Uh, you right. get proficiency in two skills, uh, one tool proficiency, uh, one language. Oh, choose one language from the standard languages and and rare languages table. So basically, I think I'm assuming it means like like infernal and celestial, probably the rare languages and like common or something. Right. You also get. Uh, one feat from a level one feeds gains 50 gold to spend on starting equipment and they keep unspent. So basically like, Oh, instead of having a robe, you just get, I mean, you have to spend bony quote unquote on the robe, but nobody's going to be like, I mean, in reality, if you're a crafter though, Eric, you get a discount. So you get a discount, you get 20% discount. <laughs> um, I'm wondering, yeah, because you don't get, those other random perks from like, you know, crafter gets 20% discount. So that is kind of interesting because like you get more gold, but you don't get any like additional, I, I'm calling them feats, but you know, right. you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Looking at, looking at it, it just doesn't 
uh, feel as much feats now that now that they've settled in a little bit and I've seen how base the first level ones are. It's like okay, <laughs> it's not yeah. quite customization for your character. It's more I don't know your baseline. <laughs> it's more like baked into just the game itself now as opposed yeah, so to there are, like, customization. Like nine or ten of these. Of these things, so I, there might be more, and this is definitely one of those things that, like, when new source books come out, they add yeah, level one feats, and then you're like, "Ooh, I want to be uh, a urchin, but instead of lucky, I want to have alert or something." Right. Or I mean, or one of the new ones, whatever. But I think they, yeah, they'll probably just develop more backgrounds. I feel like because they'd have to, you know. Yeah. The interesting thing about there. these level level feats is. Like, they're gonna mess up and print one that's like really like really strong. Exactly. That's what, like you said, the lucky one. Like the lucky one probably just want to be the lucky one. I, you know. Yeah, it, it is better. It is than so having anything furniture as weapons. Furniture as weapons is definitely hilarious. Need to nerf. Anyway, I think we'll wrap it up with the with at least the that part now, and uh, and the next one we'll, we'll continue. We'll continue talking one D and D, a couple more things that are that are out, and we'll figure it out. With that, party on. Party on.